What's going on, everybody? If you're looking for a film to watch with the family this weekend, check out Sincerely Brenda. You can go to Amazon Prime Video and search Sincerely Brenda. It's a great story about forgiveness and redemption and family. And please rate the film and leave a review for me. I really appreciate that. Now enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Life Beyond the Left. And now your house, my daddy, Kenneth Nelson. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Life Beyond the Lens. I'm your host, Ken Nelson. And on today's episode, I have writer, director, and filmmaker, Kapana Kumar on the show today. How are you doing tonight, Kapana? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me, Ken. I look oh. forward to talking to you today. Oh, it's, it's such an honor to have you on. And, and before we get started, I want to start off by saying, you know, we, we've never officially met, but... You reached out to me last year, November, to be exact. That's correct. Yes. And through Instagram, through a connect that I, uh, one of my friends that is a, is a, a filmmaker as well in the, in the Detroit area, and he mm-hmm. recommended you reach out to me. And you reached out and, and we talked. I mean, it's just, I looked back at the messages and it's incredible to see your first message was, you said you, you, you want to make this film and, and you have some ideas, but mm-hmm. you don't really know much and you're learning. And as I go through, I scroll through the messages and I just saw the evolution of from November to now. And you have Correct. a film that, and we're going to talk about your film, your very first film. Um, mm-hmm. It's a powerful piece. Um, you've won awards for it. So it, and it means your very first um, attempt at filmmaking. But we're going to we're going to um, go into all of that. But first, I just sure. I like to go back and, and just learn more about like your upbringing, like where, where, where did you, where were you born um, and, and talk about where you're, where you're from and, and, and how that has shaped who you are today. So basically, I'm from India and I uh, grew up in India up until I got married. I got married in a um, few years ago and I came after my marriage to U.S. And um, we lived in Iowa for Dodge for many years and then moved to Netherlands, Holland for some years and then uh, back to Kalamazoo. And how it shaped me is like, um, yeah, we're from a conservative Indian family, not allowed to do movies, not uh, nothing to do with movies, but uh, you know, it's always been passionate about it. And uh, so there's a lot of experiences growing up in India that I grew up the way I grew up. There's a uh, lot of experiences that I've witnessed and um, there are many things that you know I carried with me um, till date and uh, it's in me so someday they're all going to be seen as movies. <laughs> wow so you you grew up in India and then you you you, you got married um, you said recently um, about four years ago you said? Uh, it's 25 years ago. Oh, twi- so, what is it for? So 25 it's, years. I said ago. few. It's. Uh, I would still think it's few, but it's 25. It doesn't feel like it, but it's 25. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. And so, so you moved here when you when you were married, and and you said Iowa, and then the Netherlands. And the, so how did you go? So what uh, prompted the move to Netherlands, and then from Netherlands to Michigan, out of places? So talk about that. <laughs> So it's all to do with my husband's job. He's a vice president for um, Zoetis. Earlier it was Pfizer. And uh, so basically I moved along with him every time that he moved, you know, moved with him. And that's how the whole transition happened from country to country and uh, from places to places. So that's how it happened. So you said that you, um, 
so you completed school in India and, and you, you said that you um, were in movies uh, and you did some television, you did some movies. So was that in India? Yes, I did. Uh, you know, I was really passionate about movies. And so I did, I did a few movies. I did act in a few Indian movies and I did a whole television show, a couple of them, I should say, but one was like a small role, but the other one was a whole story written about me. And so that, yeah, I did a few, uh, which I was not supposed to, but I did it. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Cause that was what I was going to ask. I was going to say, okay, you said you come from a conservative family. They didn't yes, know nothing do. about movies. So how, so, so what, so first my question, when was the moment you realized you wanted to, um, act, you loved film? Uh, what was that moment that you see something and something inspired you talk about that? Yes. You know, it goes way back. I don't even remember, Ken, because I might have been a very young child and this uh, very huge movie production was happening uh, in the town that I was living. And I went for the filming and something about that whole thing changed. And, you know, I was always so fascinated. I would go in front of the mirror, enact all the dialogues from the movies. And, you know, I would get caught once in a while. And my parents were like, no, you can't do this. You can't, you know, you're watching too many movies. You know, things like that happen. But I think I don't even remember when, but I've always been into um, film. I've, I've been fascinated by this uh, profession. I've been really fascinated by movies and it's not as much of movies, but uh, like the stories, you know, and there's always since a child, I would come back home after watching a movie. I'm like, gosh, you know, I wish this movie was like this, like that. So it goes back to, <laughs> I shouldn't say correcting or whatever, but in my mind, there was a certain story after watching that. I'm like, huh, you know, it, should have, it would have been better this way, you know, maybe wow. judging a little too much when I was too young. But uh, then I realized I had so many stories within me that, you know, I could, I just wanted to bring it up. Wow, yeah, being so conservative. Yes, how I acted in movies was... There's a lot of times nobody knew I did up until wow. they were all aired all over <laughs> and my picture was all over, which I didn't anticipate that happening. It was all over the town and people were talking about it. And then, then I had to just cut down everything and study. <laughs> wow. So, so hold on. So you, you, okay, this is amazing. <laughs> so, so you were, you were hiding this from your family. Yes, I was. <laughs> and, and so, so what were you do doing? Like, I don't want to get you in trouble now after all these years. If your parents don't know, they know and they're proud of me now today for <laughs> what I'm doing. But <laughs> they eventually came to know, which is okay. But those days were different. But now it's it's all fine. <laughs> so how did you sneak away? Like, what did you say? What was the excuse you used? You know, honestly, I didn't go looking for stuff, but they it came to me. There was always auditions happening close to my college, close to my school. And they would spot me, they would see me and they're like, oh, you know what, you have an interesting face. Would you like to act? And the passionate person that I was, I didn't think about anything else. I'm like, okay, let me do it. So I just go, you know, I shouldn't be talking about this here, but I would bug my school, college and just go uh, <laughs> do a little things here and there. But hey, I, I was a good student. I graduated well with a good GPA and I've two masters have you know so I did well there too but there's always a bug in me 
So you were destined, like this was, this was a part of your destiny because you said you, you, you probably were doing it, you know, you, you enjoyed it. You, you, you found out you had a passion for it, but did, were you trying to do it to become big uh, or you just wanted to do it because you loved it? I loved it. And I just wanted to do it. That's it. And but then, I, that whole idea was given up for many, many years. You know? Yeah. So. That's just, that's so amazing. I mean, they said you, you were trying to sneak out and then like you became uh, pretty much a little celebrity. You became a celebrity. <laughs> and you couldn't hide anymore. So what did they say? I couldn't hide. Uh, did, so how did that, how did they, did someone, did a friend see or another family member or did one of your parents or somebody see and say, okay, what's going on? What's going like actually, on? my picture came in my magazine, and then people were talking about the episodes that were coming on air. Actually, the TV show that I did was very popular, though. It just was so popular, it just took off, and people were just talking about it all over. And my parents happened to see, I don't know why, what I thought when I was doing it, but it was all over. And my picture, my magazines covered my story, and uh, so eventually I had to face a bet, but they were proud. Even, you know, end of the day, it's, it's, it was all over. And they were a little upset, but they, they were proud. At the end, they were, they were all proud. And they were like, okay, you know what? We just don't want you to do this anymore. We want you to study. And my, my parents are very um, educational. They'd like for me to, for our children to study. And that's where they were focused on. So I think, you know, I kept them happy. Studying so you stopped. What age did you stop doing it then? I think right after college, I said, you know, this isn't, this isn't working. But then, you know, I didn't want to disappoint them and I didn't want to kind of go beyond. It's, and it's not just about my parents, Ken. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. These days, we have a lot of exposure to movies. But those days, I'm talking about 30 years ago, it was such a new field. Since none of my family members were this field, it was very uncomfortable for them not knowing what was happening in the sets, not knowing who I was meeting and I was too young to deal with it, you know? So I think I can now, being a parent, I can see what their concerns were, but those days, you know, I didn't really think about all those and, um, you know. Yeah, no, it yes. Happened. It happened. So when you, so you, you stopped and um, you said you got after college and so you, you met your husband at, at what point and, and then when you met your husband um, at what point did you move to the U.S.? Um, so uh, right after college my husband was already here in U.S. for many many years so you know it's an arranged marriage so he came to India and we instantly liked each other got married and then came here went straight to Maine for a, a few months uh, and then to Faraj Alva. And so the bug never left, though. Never, never, ever left. You know, I've always been passionate, always been wanting to do. I just couldn't do. And a town like Iowa, I mean, there's no way I could not even think about doing anything. Right. And then I had my kids on their way. And, you know, raising children is not a movie making or anything to do with movies is a commitment. It's a yes. time commitment. Yes. Yes. And that's um, not something I want. I did not want to do. Even if I had an opportunity those days, I probably would not have taken it because I just wanted to be a good mother, <laughs> bring up my kids, give them a good foundation. And but that bug never left me. Always, always. I, I one thing I did, I continued on was I kept writing stories. Mm. Anything that came to my mind or from the past experiences. 
I kept writing and writing and writing. And those stories are something that I go read and, you know, I'm glad I did them. Yeah. And that kept you, I know it's probably therapeutic too, right? Some days. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, somewhere in my mind, I knew that I would do something with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I always knew that, you know, I just wanted to do something with it, you know, when, when time permits. So at what point you said you, you, you worked in the IT industry and you started your own IT um, company? Consultants, yes, yes, yes. I was always working in the IT industry for how many years? Twenty-five years now, and then uh, you know, my kids, my kids graduated. My younger one graduated in two thousand and eighteen, and after he graduated, you know, I had all the time that was committed to my children was a free time. Wow. So that time, you know, I basically was thinking about it, and my husband knew my passion. Mm-hmm. He knew my passion. So we we're just talking about it. And, you know, he, I think all the credit goes to him. He encouraged me to go. He's like, what's happening you now? Kids are grown up. Just go and do it. Wow. It took a while. It took a few months. I wasn't sure if there's something I really want to do at this point of my life. Yeah, talk you know? about that. Like, talk more, because I wanted to ask you, you know, the moment and, where you said, okay, you said that you felt it was too late. And so talk about those conversations that you were having, you know, when you were alone in your head that was keeping you mm-hmm. from, from moving forward. So, yeah, yeah, I was, you know, I'm, I'm not obviously very young, uh, like all these young adults are getting into the industry and doing it so well. Um, I knew my time was already like, you know, way past that, that whole energetic time of mine. But, you know, when my husband wanted me to go to, go learn filmmaking I was it was always a debate I'm like am I too old am I going to do able to do it am I setting up myself for a failure I mean it's not about just taking a class or learning you have to perform you have to prove in a short period you know for young adults it's it's they have a whole span of time but I don't have that so if I don't do my first movie I'm out you know that was a pressure it was like, am I too old? Am I going to have that energy? Am I going to be able to travel? How am I going to do this? Can I, I didn't know what was involved in it. The, that was the whole thing, you know, not knowing where am I going to, you know, where am I getting into and what's expected. So, but you know what? I said, let me go take a class and see. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it works, well, you know. And so that's, that was a whole debate. And one fine day, I just enrolled um, at the New York Film Academy. And I did it. And today, that's here I am. So what, was, what year did that transition happen when you said, I'm quitting? And oh, it said in 2019. So that was, oh, my goodness. So wait a minute. So when you were messaging me. It was just about when I started. Oh, wow. So, wow. So it, and this is what's incredible. And I, I go back to those messages because you were... You know, there's some people that reach out and they, they ask for help or, or they, and, and, you, and you watch and many people don't, I won't say many, but there, there are a lot of people that um, just don't execute because it's hard. It's difficult. Like you said, like it's, mm-hmm. it's difficult and it's a lot of energy that goes into it and you have those doubts and is it too late or am I good enough? And so we all have those conversations and, and so a lot of people just don't do it. Like, and what I just really admired about you 
as you reached out every so often, you updated me on your progress. You asked questions, very specific questions. Like you just weren't asking these general like questions about how do you become a filmmaker or about it's, it was, they were very specific. <laughs> and so I could tell that you were, and, and, and I was following you on Instagram and saw that you were traveling and going places and learning and workshops and meeting people, networking, you were doing every, I mean, so talk about you, you've like compressed a lot of, um learning and experience into a year <laughs> it's incredible yeah, i did because i was so lost i was so lost after my um uh, course in uh, new york film academy after i came out of it i was lost i'm like now what how do i go about it and then um i, I forget the gentleman who gave me a number the photographer you know is uh oh uh, uh gene uh, yes yeah. So Gene and I connected and he, he kind of referred me and I said, you know what, I need to really start looking at some of the work somewhere close by, if it's Detroit, you know, the closest place I can think of for Kalamazoo is Detroit. Like I need to look at opportunities, go work with some, someone, a good director and, you know, look at their work and learn, learn, learn. That's what I was looking at. So that's how I kind of reached out to many, many of them. I reached out to many from here, New York and my uh, community. And um, I reached out to many trying to see, I was lost. I should say I was kind of trying to know what to do and get some experience, watch their work, learn. I guess I was in the learning stage mm -hmm. those days. You were lost, so, but you did not accept that. Like what I mean by accept it is, is you didn't let it stop you. Like you didn't say, no. well, and you didn't let the fact that you say, I, I, look, and you said you feel like you're starting late or you're, you're older and it's not. And I, I always say timing is everything, right? I think Absolutely. it is one of the best times, if not the best time to be an independent filmmaker, um, to be a filmmaker of color and to be a, a, a woman filmmaker. Like the, the industry has... Um, opened up and then like, I mean, it's everything, so much access. And so Absolutely. The timing is just right for you, you know, and talk yep. so tell me about, uh, I, I guess, did, did, what was your biggest fear and, and, and what, like, when you begin to network and, and, and learn, um, talk about how that, that any myths that were dispelled or, or how that fear subsided. Talk about that. <laughs> The biggest fear was, uh, you know, of uh, me failing in my first project. Mm -hmm. I knew what I was going to do, work on. While I was in New York, I made up my mind on what the topic that I was going to work on. But then my first project, you know, what, I wanted that to be a real good one. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was looking at experiences. But then I did work with a few of them. And uh, the whole thing was, you know, you go, you work. But then when you come back, your project is entirely different. <laughs> your concept is different. Your idea is different. And, you know, you come back and it's like, huh, you know what? I really work well with him. I helped him. But, you know, this is not what I'm looking at for my project. Mm -hmm. My project was completely, I don't even know how that happened. But I picked a project from India, typical or cultural oriented project. So, so this, I would say, Ken, was a solo development. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, you know what? I just, just have to do this. And uh, my mentor would yell at me at times. He would just, just pick up the phone and he was like, 
come on out, what are you doing? You just go, do something. You're just wasting your time. I remember that phone call that kind of, I still remember that one phone call from him was like, I badly yelled at me. He's like, you're just wasting your time. Go do something with that. Just go do. You're just not doing anything with it. What are you doing, girl? Just go work, do something. And that day I said, you know what? Wow, I'm really not doing anything. I'm just trying to find, uh, you know, to go shadow people, but I think I can do it myself. Yeah. Let me just go get it done. See how that goes. Yeah, it's called analysis paralysis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is that yes, yes, true. Apply everything that you've learned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so you, and you begin to apply it and talk about, and you said you don't know. So, so we're going to talk about the film next. And I, I want to sure. ask you about the idea um, the, the film, so the film covers some very sensitive, uh, sensitive topics is very, um, some tragic topics. And, mm-hmm. um, and you said growing up, you've experienced, um, and probably, you know, I don't know if you witnessed some of these things or, or experienced firsthand, but talk about, first of all, did the idea come from things that you, you, you experienced growing up? Um, was it, what sparked that? idea and you say I have to make this film growing up again you know it all depends on um, I won't say it happens everywhere but it does happen uh, most of the time that I would you know kind of going growing going back to the days that I led there's a lot of restrictions from home only because when you step out as a girl uh, safety means a lot to parents and the safety and the community comes from men around, you know, who are trying to be funny, you know, trying to do stuff with you that doesn't, you know. So those things kind of, when I think about it as a grown-up adult, I'm like, oh, you know, these, these guys just ruined my life. I could have been somebody else as a child. I could have fulfilled my dreams then. But just because, uh, you know, Tom Dick and Harry is standing up to the road doing nothing and they're trying to you know, do funny stuff with you or do something, you know, follow you home or get your numbers and call you and, you know, stalk you. All these things happen. It happened still date. I was in India last January. I experienced, I, I experienced again, many of those things, but that's, I'm talking about just eat teasing and stuff. But, uh, you know, I often heard about rape cases and acid attacks and, uh, you know, those were biggest concerns for any parent having a girl child at home. And the girl goes out till the girl comes back home. It's, it's kind of, you know, worrisome to parents. Is she coming back home safe with all the things that was happening around? Again, I won't say it happens like, you know, this is not happening like all over, mm-hmm. but it happens. Mm-hmm. And when it happens, it's news. People know about it. People follow through it. And, you know. It's very, uh, at that point, it was very, uh, to me, it is very, it was very disturbing as a child to think about, you know, hey, I can't do these things because of these, these, these incidences happening outside of my home. While, you know, so that curbed my uh, interest, that curbed my passion. So that stayed with me. That topic stayed with me. Yeah. And so you wanted to explore it and shed some light on the issues in in this film. And so two things in, in, in this film that, stood out to me that I had no idea was happening um, where you've mentioned one of the acid attacks and a second thing that stood out were um, was the or the honor killings 
Oh, so, yes. so first, before you go into those two things and kind of explain for people that maybe listen and don't understand um, at all um, what this mm-hmm. means. First, what is the name of your film? And, and, and kind of give a brief overview of what the film's about. And then we can kind of address some of the issues that you, you, you deal with in your film. Sure. My film is called Lakshmi Untold Truth. It's on YouTube. And the film covers the current day challenges. I mean, I wouldn't say current day, but the challenges women go through in India till date. They've been going through um, incidences that are covered where like um, um, female education, the young, the child education, girl education, and um, pregnancy discrimination, rape, acid attack, honor killing, eat teasing. These are some of the things the women go through. And so I've covered, uh, there are many more, but these are the ones I picked where the top incidences of 2019 from the research that we did. So these, these topped out the 2019 um, news. So I picked these and that's what I wanted to highlight in my movie. So what would um, provoke an acid attack? It's a rejection. You reject a um, guy and if a guy approaches you, likes you and you say no to him, it's, it's an ego. Basically all these leads to ego, the rape, anything and everything that I mentioned, everything leads to an ego, a male dominance that's happening. And so basically it's what you don't get, you don't let anyone else get that, you know? It's like one of those things. So they believe in that and it, it still happened. It happened a couple of weeks ago and uh, it was a big news that happened, you know, till date it happens. And uh, it's very disturbing. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that when I saw that, I stopped and, and I did some research. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. Yeah, you did. Okay, I, did you find a lot of articles on that? Yeah. Articles and so I'm like, wait a wow. And, and it, it was just, um, had, I had a very visceral reaction to that. And, and, and also the honor killings. That, I think the honor killings, that really bothered me. Um, yeah. And, and if you can explain a little bit about that for the listeners, what that is and what would you know, provoke an honor killing. Sure. There are many reasons for honor killing, but uh, basically uh, the majority of the honor killing comes from uh, the caste. Uh, so the parents are very, um, in India, people are very concerned about the you know, caste, caste system. There's mm-hmm. a different caste system that I can go into detail, but that's a way longer story. But there's a upper caste, lower caste and, you know, stuff. And so uh, basically the, the, they like the similar, the girls or boys to marry a similar caste. And or, or if, the, if the kids go against their parents, that's something the parents cannot accept either. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's, yeah. So it's like uh, dishonoring the family or the family respect or the family pride. So there are many reasons to it, but these are basically the caste and, uh, you know, going against parents. So these are some of the things that causes the parents, you know, to do what they do, you know. And so you went back to India, you went to India and you filmed this entirely in India. So, so, so talk about, um, again, I'm taking kind of walk me through the process. You had no experience at the beginning of the year, um, 2019 in filmmaking and in basically now you are, you're in India shooting a film, you have a crew. Um, so talk about how you gathered your team, 
Um, and take me to take me when you're on set. I mean, what did that feel like? I, I, I want to know, you know, what were you going through in your head? <laughs> sure, sure. I think my strongest point, uh, Ken, was one of my classmates, uh, Kofi from Ghana. He's a, he's a established filmmaker in Ghana. He's well known in Ghana. He's a big guy in Ghana. He's got his own production company and he's doing really well. But he happened to be in my class during film film you know studies, and so he really wanted to work with me. And so when I told him what I was planning on doing, he wanted to come to India and help me out. So my fear was gone. I'm like, okay, I do have someone coming with me uh, who's got more experience and he's going to walk me through and he's going to be with me and we work together. But having said that, it was my project. He had no clue of what was happening. He, he did not know what all these were. He's like, why, wait a minute, what's happening in India? Is this what is happening? So, you know, it was again, it was my whole uh, concept and stuff, my idea. So I did the whole story and I contacted a few people in India and I got a whole team. Uh, so I got a whole good, I actually I found a good production company who was willing to work with me. Mm-hmm. They made it easy. And the first day on the set, I was nervous. Yeah. I couldn't sleep that night. I couldn't sleep. I was, I, I wouldn't say nervous, but I guess it was a mixed feeling. Uh, you know, I couldn't believe that I'm going to, I was going to be doing something next morning that I was passionate about for years. And my dream ultimately was coming true. And the pressure, just the pressure of doing a good film. Mm -hmm. This is one chance I have to film. I have to film it good. If I do something, if I mess up, if I do something bad, you know, I basically would give up. You know what I mean? After this many years, it's like, okay, you know what? It's not for me kind of a thing. But all these things, there's all kinds of mixed feeling going on in my, my head. And I woke up and went to the production team. The good point about it was the whole production team was experienced production team. Mm, that's good. Yeah. My cameraman, my AD, everyone were highly, they worked in big Indian movies. Mm-hmm. So they were professionals. They knew exactly what they were doing. And even my cameraman would uh, suggest me stuff and, you know, and Kofi, the Ghana uh, guy was with me. And so it, it, it happened. The first day was, first shot was a little nervous, mm-hmm. but then I took over. I'm like, okay, Kofi, I can do it. I am, <laughs> I'm, I can do it. For the kind of a person that I am, I'm like, okay, all right, everyone back off. I'm, yeah. It's my movie. I'm going to be doing it now. I know exactly. I'll take it over. What was the so first shot? I, the first shot was the office shot where the, the boss is trying to decide on uh, the promotion. Okay. You know, okay the yeah. pregnancy discrimination, that was the first shot. Okay. So it went on well. And um, since then I said, oh, you know what? The second day I said, I can do it. Third day I was like, ah, this is, this is good. I, I can easily do it. That's great. <laughs> so That's great. It wasn't as, I think it was just about bringing what's in your uh, imagination to life. That's about yes. it. If you have a good, clear picture in mind, you know exactly if, um, as a director, if you are not confused, if you know exactly what you want to do, that comes out better. That's yeah, that is exactly right, and I I, I can totally relate. Um, because my film, my first film, um, was sincerely Brenda, and uh, I was nervous, very nervous on the first day, you know, because you, you say I have this team, I have all these people that are relying on me, they're trusting me, they're trusting my vision. 
And what if it, I get it wrong, right? You, Correct. Mean, Correct. And I just had to trust that all of my preparation and all the years of watching films and loving films would would just kind of show up in these in these moments where I needed it most. <laughs> yes, yes. And also I realized one thing, your first movie is what you work the most, yes. harder. Yes. I think because the first movie and you don't know, I really worked and worked and worked. For the second movie, I'm kind of taking it easy. I'm like, ah, you know what? I, I can do it. <laughs> you can do it. So, you, but don't sleep though. Don't, don't, you know. No, no, no. I don't no, think. No. You know, I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't, because, you know, but I think you, you, there will be things that I'm sure you're seeing it that you run into that you've never encountered and, and it's exciting, uh-huh. you know, it's exciting. Um, and t- tell me, answer this question. I had this, I was wondering about because of the topic, the subject matter of your film and, and you're filming in India, did you have any, any uh, negative uh, responses um, to the film from people that, that you know how dare you talk about these subjects and make this public like this i mean it's public but but i mean did you get any 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 pushback from anyone because of the subject matter not at all not at all every single comment i don't even know how many comments i had it was in public it was shown in television also in india and this was appreciated by the government of india Mm. by um, you know some filmmakers prominent filmmakers from india and it won the most prestigious award from India. Wow. And uh, from the public responses, people have only congratulated me, including men, including men. Wow. I'm just not talking about women. If I go back to the comments, I'm surprised, Ken, to see how many men have congratulated me on a subject like this. Wow. I honestly, I don't have one single negative comment. I may have a few people say, hey, you know, your movies kind of you could have made it better you've made it so boring it's some of you know, those like, people get it's so cultural <laughs> but this didn't come from indians it didn't come from indians so i didn't take it i didn't actually take it i was i wasn't offended by it because right. the way i saw is hey it is so cultural that you don't know what i'm doing no, you know right. you don't know the depth of what i'm doing You're so right. to you it may feel like ah you know i don't know what she's talking about but i know exactly what i was doing yeah. So I wasn't offended, but yeah. you know, and it um, always makes me. It's funny to me when people say that because it's so easy for people to to say things, but you know, you say yeah, oh, it's an entire it's, lifetime here, and then to prepare for it, and and all, so mm-hmm. it's just so much. Like you said, it's they, they don't see the depth, they don't understand the depth of of um, the story and the things behind the story. Um, exactly. End of the day, I think it's a director's imagination. It's your imagination. Yeah. It's it. They, I don't think there's a good movie or a bad movie ever. Mm. I don't think there's any movie that's done badly. It's a vision of a person. Either it's accepted or not accepted. Yeah, because it, yeah, every movie is not for everyone, right? You know. So no, no, no yeah, not at all. That's the thing. No, this is. I mean, so you you entered into nineteen film festivals and you know, you've won um awards for the film so so talk about i mean what what did your husband say your sons when when you completed the film um and and they saw it and and you're getting recognition what did they say they're absolutely you know my family couldn't have been proud they were so proud my husband would always print out those um the certificates the winning certificates that came in my email 
he would print it out in a glossy thing, put it on the wall. I'm like, please don't do this. He, he had it in the living room. He had it in my living room. He's like, you know, Cubs, I'm so proud of you. I need, to, I need to have it here. I'm like, please don't do this. It's kind of, you know. And my children, oh my God, they were very proud of it. My son is a big time into social media and stuff. He put it all over. And my younger one would, you know, he shared it. And my family was very happy about this whole thing. They're very proud and their friends called me. The good part was I had my children's friend who called, friends who called me and they're like, Mrs. Kumar, we saw the movie. It was so good. And, you know, so I think my family was proud. So, yeah. Oh, that's I, that helps. My husband, oh my God, my husband wouldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> 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 he still wouldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> and that's just amazing. That helps. I mean, that's, that is such a, a weight lifted off, you know, when you, you know, you're yeah. going out and you know, you can come home and you have the support yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. they're pushing you as well and they can help you in those times where you're down, you know, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's just, I think also because they saw the hard work that I put in, yes. I would, I, I think uh, from December till uh, March, I might, I, I, I was sleeping like two hours or three hours. That's about wow. it. Wow. Wake up in the middle of the night and start working, working, working. So that's, that's how hard I worked. The movie doesn't show, but I, it was my first movie and I worked really hard at it. Oh no, it shows. You're not, you are working on, first let me ask you this, what drives you? Oh, you know what? Um, passion, you know, I'm just so um, passionate about everything. It's just not about movie making. I'm passionate. There are very few things I'm passionate about and that just, just, I can go on and on and on to get it, you know? And I've heard people, my friends stop me. They're like, oh God, you know, you've been working. Like last two days I've been sick and today I got up and I was out and about, you know, just so, I'm just so passionate about getting things done. You know, it's just, just getting into life and just seeing that happen. Um, you're working on um, another film, uh, a feature film, correct? <laughs> correct. And so did you write that film? I did. So this story, you don't have to go, into detail, but just just talk about, I guess, y- the stories that you want to tell, right? The stories that you want to put into the world. What are you hoping um, you can do? In Got the- it. Sure. Even my second movie is about a social theme. It may not be as deep as the first one. It's not a documentary or it is not a, a movie like as uh, deep as my first one. It's a commercial movie. It's got a storyline to it. It's got fun. It's, it's like any other movie. It's got a storyline to it. But it also deals with um, an issue. Mm-hmm. It deals with autistic child performing in the world, what difficulties he goes through. And, uh, you know, uh, depressed women, you know, how they come across, how they come in touch and what they do out of it. So, but it's, again, it's not, a, it's not focusing on them or their uh, behavior, but it's, it's got a beautiful storyline around it. No, that's great. And, and so you're filming that in Detroit, Michigan, or are you filming that um, outside of this? Uh, it is going to be a Kalamazoo project. As of now, that's what I have in mind. Okay. It could change. Uh, I don't know. But for right now, I'm aiming it to be a project done by using the Kalamazoo resources, Kalamazoo talent. It's a Kalamazoo project. Okay. I want to pick out um, businesses from Kalamazoo or the highlights of Kalamazoo and film in and around Kalamazoo, which is a beautiful town. Yes. I don't know if I'll be lucky with talent to get the kind of people I'm looking for, but hey, 
this is as of now it's uh, my script just got done so this is going to be a kalamazoo community project oh that's great that's great and so so as you look forward you know years down the line um what are you hoping to achieve this was my biggest dream to do a full-length feature film so first thing i think it's uh through this film the very first thing you know, I'm able to travel where I want to, you know, I can easily travel, I have no restrictions. But I've had uh, many kids come talk to me and they're like the people who are into filmmaking. They are not in a position to travel at this, at this point with COVID and many things happening. So this movie is an opportunity for all these younger kids who are studying filmmaking from KVCC, the Kalamazoo College and Western Michigan as a film school. So they can all come help me. They can, you know, get experience or I wouldn't say experience, but they can bring in their talent and they, you know, they can, we can all work together. So that's something I think it's a good opportunity for all of them. And it's also a good opportunity of opening up for people like me who were always passionate, but didn't know how to go about it or still don't know how to go about it. They can come help me. So, and then it's job. It's, I'm providing jobs to all these people. Mm-hmm at this time so it's amazing i i'm just i'm just enjoying talking with you this has been so great and i know we've been talking back and forth on instagram for a year and so this is just um just great and and it's amazing yeah and what you're doing upon what you're doing is amazing i mean it's just again just going back to see in a year you had no experience on the filmmaking side the technical side right mm-hmm. and you put that fear aside and you went after it and just what a difference a year can make <laughs> <laughs> well there's a you know you have to just be passionate about uh, you know and uh, just go chase your dreams that's about it yeah. yes thank you so much thank you so much thank working you, people yeah find um your film where can people find you and follow you and 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 follow your journey so my instagram is uh kalpana kumar films that may be a little hard but um you know i can i'll put it in the show notes yeah yeah i feel that'll help that'll help (laughs) (laughs) that's not an easy name people will get it but yeah feel free to follow me and uh, there'll be many updates following through from now and my youtube if you look at lakshmi if you would mind putting that too mm-hmm. it's yeah. uh, venus my company is venus rising productions on youtube and that has a few experimental movies that i've done i've done animation i've done uh, you know covid diaries i've done a few home projects so people can watch and you know and get updates on my feature film that'd be great and a lot of support thank you so yeah, much i would appreciate that oh yeah Thanks. definitely yeah. Definitely. I am a fan. And so thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. And Thanks, please, Dan. we're going to definitely keep in touch um, because I'm yeah. just, you know, inspired by your story. And I just, it's incredible what you've done and so and what you're doing. And so thank you so much. And thank uh, you again. No problem. And everyone listen, I hope you learned and I hope you know that it's never too late to start. It's never too late. You have a dream. You, you, you go after it. But like, like she said, she didn't just go after it. She, she learned, surrounded herself with people that had the skill set. She, she, <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights, and and she put in the work to get to where she is now. And um, 
I just can't wait to see what you you create um, next and in the future. And so again, thank and thank you all for listening and we'll see you next week. <laughs>